All right, so we're up in the spare room at Wellspring Church. Uh, we're leaning into able practices, mm -hmm. focusing on be, bless, and we're looking at generosity, yeah. the practice of generosity. Can you sort of anchor that sure. into the scriptural yeah, arc? Yeah. Just thinking about like the storyline of scripture, Genesis 1 and 2, God, one way to look at it is depicted as like this generous host and creator who has given all of creation and ultimately yeah. humanity this beautiful world full of abundance okay. and provision for humans to dwell in. Yeah. He blesses the humans, yeah. creates them in his image and commissions them to rule on, on mm. his behalf. Okay. And so humans are like invited, Adam and Eve are invited to enjoy the generosity of God yeah. in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. And to Food, some sense of power, power they can yeah. like Relationship. be in his image. Yeah. yeah, and so God's presence is fully there. And yeah. It's this beautiful picture in Genesis 1 and 2, but then Genesis 3 comes along and the humans really have this sort of scarcity mindset, you yeah. might say. they kind of believe the lie that God is withholding yeah. something So from he gives them. them everything in the garden to eat, all these trees, yes. and they focus on the one tree that he says not to eat Not from. to eat, exactly. Yeah. And so it's this kind of tragic moment of really yeah. failure and distrust in yeah. God's generosity. And kind of taking, missing. Missing, exactly. Yeah. Missing the generosity of God yeah. and taking for themselves what they think God is holding out mm. uh, for them. And yeah. so Genesis 3 is the fall and that sin kind of motif really spirals sort okay. of out of control. You come to Genesis 11, there's still, you know, sin is piling up. Yep. You know, humans are rebelling against God okay. and not trusting God's provision. But then Genesis 12 is the, the story of the call of Abraham. Abraham yeah. And God's response is to be generous back to mm. the humans that have distrusted him in the first place. Yeah. And so he commissions Abraham to be a blessing to the nations. It's okay. another picture of God's yeah. sort of generosity. Yeah. He wants it to flow beyond just Abraham and his family, but to exactly. all the nations All the, the nations. World. And in yeah. context, the nations that have been rebelling against, against yeah. God. And as the story continues, Israel, you know, goes into slavery, is rescued out of slavery, becomes a nation in the promised land. Mm -hmm. And it's in that sort of context that God, again, is generous. He mm. provides for them the promised land, yeah. the tabernacle, and then the temple. Yeah. And things are going really well with David and Solomon yeah. up to a point. Yeah, Solomon has like overflowing exactly. abundance. Abundance, yeah. And it's all sort of this picture that the other nations would look and see the yeah. generosity and the provision of God. But yet what happens in the story with Israel in particular is that because of Israel's leaders and the people even themselves follow yeah. along, they, for a number of reasons, go into exile because of their rebellion. But yeah. a lot of it has to do with their lack of generosity. Which is really depicted in the prophets. Exactly. The, the prophets. prophets are consistently talking about how they're not generous with each other, yes. the poor, and even foreigners that are coming exactly. in their midst. Yeah. And so there's this kind of real pushback against sort of the selfishness and hmm. the stinginess yeah. that Israel has. And as a result, like we've mentioned, Israel ends up in exile. But at the same time, okay. the prophets also look forward to the day when God would again be generous mm. even to his own people who have been so rebellious up to this point. Yeah. They look forward to the day when God would give the gift of his spirit to all people. Okay. Joel chapter 2. Yeah. Look forward to the day when God would send and give his Messiah to mm. redeem and, and rule over not only Israel, yeah. but the nations with sure. justice and righteousness. And look forward to the day when God would give his people a new heart. Yeah. And so, so you have this sense of the generosity, the gift giving of God. Yes. And it's all throughout the prophets and it's yeah. kind of anticipating. Yeah. And you kind of know where we're going with this to the yeah. person of Jesus, right? Sure. And so Jesus comes onto the scene and the biblical writers talk about Jesus in a number of ways. But one of the most interesting ways 
that they talk about Jesus is as a gift. Hmm. So think about even the famous John 3, 16 verse, okay. for God so loved the world that he, he gave, gave. Yeah. right? And so the incarnation, the coming of Jesus hmm. is depicted It's in like this, the giving of God of his son. Of himself, right? Yeah. And so God lives with us, does his ministry amongst us here on earth, hmm. and then gives his life. Yeah. So think of Mark chapter 10, where Jesus says, I did not come to be served, but to serve and yeah. to give my life hmm. as a ransom for many. So Mark yeah. 10, 45. So Jesus is very life. And it seems like his teachings too yes. sort of push on this. Exactly. And I think this is really important. I think when you think about like the Sermon on the Mount, yeah. there's some really important teachings in there. Matthew 6 in particular, Jesus is teaching his disciples what it means to live yeah. in light of who he is as a yeah. generous God That's good. to respond with that, to not just, you know, focus in on all of like what's right in front of us, yeah. our own sort of material possessions, yeah. but look at the birds of the air. Yeah. Look at the lilies of the field. God cool. provides even for them. Yeah. And how much more than for you? Yeah. And even right before that in Matthew 5, he says, No one can serve two masters, mm. for he will hate the one yeah. and love the other. He will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money yeah. or mammon. Mm -hmm. Right? He'll talk in Luke, I think it's chapter 12, about a guy who just keeps building bigger oh, barns. Yeah. Yeah. He's investing in his own kingdom. Uh, but Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you see from Jesus' life and his teaching, the people that form, the yes. community and the church, ends up living this pretty radically generous mm -hmm. life. I think yeah. of Acts 2, Acts 2, 44 and 45. The, the people of God had all things in common. They were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds, proceeds to all as any had need. need yeah. So you have this sense of the generousness of God yeah. leads to this people who feel like they're living in his abundance. Yes. And then out of that abundance, they're sharing with one another as needs arise. Exactly. It's almost like living in like an Eden-like state within yeah. the community of God where mm. all this provision and abundance is being shared from generous hearts that have been touched by yeah. the person and work of Jesus. Yeah. I think even as Paul then goes about the Mediterranean and forming these new Jesus communities, one of the key themes that keeps coming up in Paul's writings is the call for the people of God to be this generous hmm. people. There's actually one of the main examples of this. It's not just in one particular letter, but a number yeah. of Paul's letters is that there was a situation back at the kind of the mother church, if you yeah. will, the in church Jerusalem. in Jerusalem. Yeah. That was undergoing, you know, very financial, yeah. heavy, difficult situation. Yeah. Some sort of famine. Right? Some famine that? was happening, yeah. exactly. And so in particular, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, Paul is admonishing and calling the Corinthian church to respond to yeah. this because of who Jesus is to them, yeah. that they might be generous back to Jerusalem, this yeah. church that is in need. So it's he grounded says, actually in the personhood of Jesus exactly, yes. and the generosity of the Father. Exactly. Paul explicitly says this, 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty hmm. you might become rich. And then okay. he goes on to admonish the church in Corinth there to be generous, just yeah. like the Macedonian church he, he alludes to in that chapter as yeah. well. They gave out of even their own sort of poverty, they were still generous. Yeah. Paul is calling the Corinthian church to do the exact so same. So the generosity of the early church isn't just ethics. It's grounded yes. in the person of Jesus and we're supposed to practice the way of Jesus and in the end embody, be living billboards of who Jesus For is sure. on the planet. Exactly. I think this really gets at even again what Paul says in that famous passage in Ephesians 2 that you're saved by grace through faith is not of your own doing. It is a quote gift of God. Hmm. That our very own salvation in Jesus is a yep. gift and as the response to that we're called to embody that generosity hmm. to those 
both inside and outside, you know, our local church gathering. Yeah. And it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a yeah. whole embodied way of living. And this is even sort of, at, if we bookend the story yeah. of the scriptures, right? You have the beginning, you have the abundance of creation, Genesis 1, yeah. and in the garden. And then when Jesus returns and makes all things new, there's another similar picture of abundance. Abundance, yeah. A lot of garden imagery again. Yeah. It looks like, you know, Genesis 1 and 2 all over again, but even better. Yeah. And in that sort of new creation vision that we have at Revelation 21, 21 and 22, yeah. what's depicted there is humanity living in God's presence, experiencing and enjoying God's generous provision yeah. with no sin, no pain, no death, no selfishness and injustice, yeah. but really being a beneficiary of God's generosity yeah. to the maximum extent. Yeah. It's interesting though, because we're talking about generosity and how sort of central this is mm -hmm. to the person of God, oh, yeah. the story of the scriptures, the call of the church, and For yet, sure. You know, when I first started following Jesus, no one taught, mm. no one yeah. said, you know what is a really high value is to be generous. Yeah. Maybe with your time, uh, sure. maybe that, uh, never with my money. Yeah. No one, people taught me to read, they taught me to read the Bible, they taught me to pray. No one taught me, hey, Tony, you know what? You should really give yeah. of your resources to those who are in need, to God's work in the world. Mm -hmm. No one taught me that. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think it is, inter it's interesting because it is such a predominant theme in scripture. Yeah. And it is so key to not even like the teaching of the Sermon on the Mount, but really just the whole, you know, New Testament, yeah. you know, body literature, that it's one of those things I think personally, it sometimes might be awkward to talk about. Yeah. And perhaps that's some of the reason why, like in a local church setting or, you know, in a small group yeah. setting, we don't often like to bring it up. Yeah. But I do think it is a miss as far as discipleship and training and what it looks yeah. like to follow and practice the way of Jesus to not talk about yeah. generosity. It's, so It's interesting to me. So personally, like I just find that, you know, actually like money, mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus actually sets up a dichotomy between God and yeah, money. Yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, I think money can have a disproportionate influence on the way we live for sure yeah and it really impacts god's church it impacts people that are struggling in the world yes and and yet like i found at least for me i mean i've shared the sort of my pizza story sure, many yeah. times <laughs> uh but this idea of like i actually needed to learn yeah to be generous totally yeah and it was at least for me too an aspect where i think i'm really still learning this like yeah. you want to talk about an area of growth it's this aspect right mm. here where i i sense it in my own body in my yeah. own mind every time we look at our budget or yeah. look at like how we're spending our money like it's not like a, a strong area of my discipleship yeah. for sure and it yeah. is a continual process of being really confronted in the best sense of that word mm -hmm. with the teachings of jesus yeah. um, and i think for me thinking about how this practically works mm. itself out is really taking the words of Jesus seriously mm. in Matthew 6. Okay. So Jesus has that line when he's talking about generosity, he's talking about our hearts, he's talking about what it looks like to live as a disciple. He says, where your treasure is, yeah. there your heart will be also. Mm. And I think the reason that can be... So let me, let me just interrupt. Oh, yeah, so your, where, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So our heart follows our yes, treasure. Exactly. Yeah. And I think this is really important to really get what Jesus is saying as that oftentimes, and I, I do this too, even now I go, I don't feel like giving, or I don't mm. feel like being generous. My, my heart isn't in it, so to mm -hmm. speak. And mm. I think what Jesus is saying, he's pushing back a little bit on that yeah. sort of thinking of waiting for like, quote, feeling like it yeah. to understanding the way Jesus is talking about generosity is that mm. actually the habit, the practice yeah. of generosity, will inevitably lead then to our heart following along with that habit, if yeah. that, make, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, totally makes sense. And it sounds like that could be 
money, that could be yeah. time, mm -hmm. that could be maybe gifts that you have to totally. offer, resources, skills, yeah. that as we give those things, our heart aligns more with Jesus and his kingdom. kingdom for sure. Yeah, I was thinking of, uh, before we met to talk about this, I was reading a book or thinking about a book called uh, Plastic Donuts. Okay, yeah. It's a silly little book on generosity, but he has a couple of principles that I think are great. One is, his first principle is, it's all about the heart. Mm. Right, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Like generosity actually profoundly shapes or, the, or locates our heart. Exactly. It moves yeah. our like heart. Like a diagnostic. Yes. Uh, two, uh, that who the gift giver gets to determine what they give mm -hmm. and how much they give. Yeah. But the amount matters. Yes. Right? If we give a little bit, our heart moves a little bit. Yeah. If we give more, our heart moves yes, more. That's yeah. just sort of, there's something the there. The nature to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, also the third principle is you get to determine the amount. Right? Sometimes we think like, oh, it's a set amount. But in the scripture, there's actually a lot, even on the money side, right? 10%. But that's at most a baseline. Mm -hmm, yeah. There's a lot of flexibility <laughs> lot more, yeah, there yeah. Uh, that you get to determine the amount. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the last one was that you give according to your ability. Yeah. Right? You don't give uh, into debt. You don't give your time and sacrifice your kids or your wife or like your spouse yeah. or you're burning out. Yes. Right? You give according to what you can. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a healthiness to that. Sure. It's living in the abundance of God, not out of scarcity, but also recognizing that our generosity does affect our heart. Exactly. Uh, and particularly if we want to be a people that love Jesus and love our neighbor, mm -hmm. then the heart really matters. For sure. Totally. Yeah. And I think this is really good talking about this. There's a few practices we have even on the PDF below here oh, yeah. to check out. But really, I think just being honest, this is again a really challenging, yeah. you know, topic practice to really think about, and not just think about, but actually implement. Yeah. And to really again encourage people to really take the teachings of Jesus seriously here, and also look at this is a response to the generosity yeah. of God Himself. That's so, good. Yeah. Thanks, man. Cool.